This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmond. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to All the Right Marketing, a podcast where we talk with different individuals in the book industry, whether it is aspiring writers, published authors, publishers, bookstore owners, librarians. We like to talk about how they get their books and their products in front of readers. That's always what we're trying to do. So today we have guest Sarah Aronson, who writes books for kids and teens, and also will be writing for adults soon. We're going to hear all about her journey. She loves working with other writers at the Highlights Foundation to help share their stories. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. Now, Sarah, where are you tuning in? Yes, nice to have you here too. Where are you tuning in from? Chicago, Illinois. Oh, is it chilly there right now? It is quite chilly and I'm on the 36th floor. So I'm looking out at a very gray lake. My goodness, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. I'm in Michigan on the first floor and it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's, let's dive into this. You began writing on a dare. What? Tell me about that. Indeed. Uh, So I began my career as an exercise um, physiologist and then later as a physical therapist. And I was teaching a spinning class. In the, in the year 2000, and as, all, as you and all your listeners will soon figure out, I talk a lot, and somebody came up to me after the class was over and said, you should be a writer. You should go home and write a book because you're funny, and I went home, and my daughter Rebecca was reading Esperanza Rising, and Elliot was reading Benicula for about the 100th time. I think he read that book every day for a year. And I thought about the books that meant so much to me growing up, in particular, Harriet the Spy. And I decided, I think I want to write those books. I took the dare. I didn't think much about it. And I have been writing ever since. Oh, my goodness. So this is kind of crazy. Just side note, I started teaching spinning in the year 2000. Yeah, isn't it crazy? So that was always my side gig for the last 21 years. And I no longer am doing it because of the pandemic. I just kind of moved on from it. But um, it was such a fun way to meet people. And uh, so let's go back to that first book. What would like, how did you, you wanted to write a story? Did you join a group? How did you know what to do? Well, I have always been a person with a pretty good um, ego and um, a lot of confidence and love it. And so I didn't really think much about it. I was so happy writing stories about our dog, about our kids, about the world, about being 13 and getting ready for a bat mitzvah. All kinds of stories were coming to me. I didn't know very much. I was very lucky to stumble upon an editor named Deborah Brody. Who was um, in? Who had found, helped found um, Roaring Brook Press, and she pl- literally plucked me out of a listserv where I had introduced myself as an aspiring writer and said, "There's something about you. I'd like to see more of your writing." Wonderful. Was this the SCBWI listserv? List- it was not an SCBWI listserv. It was a Jewish writers listserv. That's awesome. 
mom. It was amazing. And Deborah, may she rest in peace, may her memory be a blessing, um, was so patient with me. She read three novels, which none of which she liked, (laughs) but she maintained that there was something about me that kept her coming back for more. And so she wrote my recommendation to Vermont College of Fine Arts so that I would learn something. Oh my goodness, that's beautiful. So you went to Vermont College of Fine Arts. So I went to Vermont in 2004. I graduated in 2006. And before I had graduated, she did buy my first novel, Headcase. Wow. And what year was that released? And that was released in 2007. Wonderful. Oh my goodness. And since then, what has been one of your favorite um, books that has come out? Let's, let's go there. So kids always ask me this question, what's my favorite? And I am sort of the anti-favorite. I love them all because, because my imagination and curiosity goes in all sorts of different directions. And so each book represents something that matters deeply to me. Oh. Or that, or that makes me mad, or <laughs> that gets me really excited. Okay, does so, this get you really excited when I ask you if you're a new bubby? Are you a bubby? I am a bubby. You're so, a bubby, and the new book is called Brand New Bubby. And so this book, um, I wrote this book um, after my stepson uh, announced that he and his wife were about to have a baby. Hi, Sylvie, um, and. Um, And I was so excited to be a Bubby. And I called one of my friends and she said, well, doesn't it feel a little bit weird because technically you won't be related? I was was like, hello, technically family is made of love. And then my brain started swirling and brand new Bubby um, got written somehow. Awesome. And who's the publisher on that? Look in the beginning of the book, you can see that Jillian is indeed um, not totally psyched about Bubby because there have been a lot of changes in her family. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to take the reader through Jillian's process of acceptance and love and realizing that three grandmas were gonna be just great. Oh, I love that. And that's, that's so realistic and that's so true for so many families today. So it certainly is. Exact. And my other favorite thing that I got to write about in this book is soup. I love making soup. I love eating soup. I think soup is like writing. You put a bunch of ingredients in a pot and something delicious comes out. Oh. That's just like writing. Every book I've ever written has been um, a journey of discovery and process and play that ends up being better than anything I envisioned in the beginning. Now, I think it's really impressive. And I will tell you, I was kind of fangirling reading your information. And I, I was like, I get to interview one of the highlights, um, you know, writers, one of the instructors for highlights. So tell me, how did that come into play? And I've, I've never attended a highlights workshop, but I've always, always admire what they do. Come feel the magic. I love teaching at Highlights. Um, In 2008, after I'd graduated from Vermont, Carolyn Komen, who founded the Whole Novel Workshop at Highlights, invited me to be a teaching assistant. And basically, they can't get rid of me. (laughs) They can't get rid of you. Oh my goodness, that is beautiful. And um, 
And most of those workshops are in person, aren't they? Some of them are in person and some of them are online. I do both. Okay. Um, obviously, I love being there in person. They cook for you. You get a cabin or a, a private room. And really, they do everything to make writing and creativity possible. And all we do as faculty is bring the content. Um, the directors, George Brown and Allison Green Myers, are really looking toward the future of children's literature and encouraging us to, um, to reach out to, um, to all kinds of authors and bringing in diverse authors for our faculty. Um, we believe in no harm and no hate, and, in, and, in, and we definitely believe in inclusion and that all kids should see themselves in stories and meet new people in stories as well. I love that. That is right where Cardinal Rule Press, our publishing company, that's what we support. And um, it's even, even sweeter having you on here today. Now, when you're teaching other writers, there's a big part of how play has really come into your teaching. So tell us a little bit more about that. So play is often a word that is associated with kids, but play and joy and confidence are essential for anything you write. So I encourage all of my, um, I'm gonna call them students, but they're really peers and colleagues okay. because we're all on this journey together to put aside their fears, put aside that resistance, put aside that internal editor and open your curiosity and your heart and your soul to what matters to you. Get rid of the expectations, that desire for product, and instead embrace the moment and the process. Find that joy. Figure out what you want to say. One of the things I loved about writing this book was my message at the end. Tell us the title because not everyone will be able to see it. Just like Rube Goldberg, the incredible true story of the man behind the machines. Rube Goldberg was a master of play. And when you look at a Rube Goldberg contraption, you see how one thing leads to another and to get to a surprising and inevitable ending, which is lots of fun and brings joy and laughter. I teach this way. And my message at the end of the book is figure out what you want, work as hard as you can, and most of all, have a great time getting there, just like Rube and just like me. When we are embracing that enthusiasm, that gusto, when we are just reaching, reaching further than we ever thought possible, when we stop being afraid of failure, in fact, when we become afraid of not failing, mm -hmm. then we will find deeper stories and deeper characters. Oh my goodness, this is beautiful. This is really beautiful. So my, I mean, you have so much that you've done in your over a decade of writing. What's next? Do you have a project you're working on that you can tell us about? So I'm very excited about my next picture book coming out with Astra Publishing, um, a picture book biography of one of my childhood heroes, Bella Abzug. The title is called Abzuglutely, which was one of her campaign slogans. 
Bella was um, a congresswoman in New York City in the 70s. She was loud, she was uncompromising, she was passionate. She cared about so many of the things and issues that we are still fighting for today. Mm -hmm. And I'm so honored to be bringing her story to young, to young readers. Um, I'm right now, I just, um, I completed a revision of an adult novel. Um, is this I the first one? to write all the novel. All I was going to say, is this your first adult novel? Yes. And what is that one about? Are you allowed to tell us or has it? It's, I'm going to tell you and, um, and I hope everyone will get excited about it. It's a Jewish Miss Marple. And so it's about a woman over 70, a widow, former etiquette journalist who decides to investigate a murder of the most loathed woman in the senior community. Ah, that sounds amazing. I, oh my goodness. And I have a friend who's an etiquette instructor and I have to tell her about this book. <laughs> it, I love advice columns. I'm, I'm obsessed with them. So, so it was really fun to um, bring Mrs. Rosenberg and her friends and to not just think about murder and mystery, which I love, you know, I love reading about, but also women in their 70s looking back on their lives and then thinking about what do we do next? How are we still visible? Mm -hmm. So in some ways, it's a coming of age story. It's 75. Really is, really is. I'm thinking about uh, my, my mother and my mother-in-law for sure. And, you know, I think the best part, uh, that I've gotten out of this interview is when you were talking about, um, your, the book that you're, the picture book that you're working on, that's going to be coming out soon. And you're talking about the passion and the joy and the dedication, um, that the individual, the main character has for her work. I feel that in you just through this interview. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know how people write about books, write books about things that they don't care passionately about. Um, I think that that raising those stakes for ourselves as writers can make writing more and more difficult. That's where the gusto comes in. And then getting rid of expectations and just greeting your characters and your ideas on the page and saying, let's do this. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Sarah, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been a memorable experience and interview. We look forward to seeing all of your success and everything that you do in the future. We will make sure that everyone listening on this episode number 75 knows where to find Sarah. We will put all of the links to the books that she mentioned, her website, her Twitter and Instagram and Facebook in our show notes. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further. Head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on 
getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.
If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further. Head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.